Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. It's Ace's biggest LED light bulb sale of the year. Right now, buy one, get one free on our best-selling LED light bulbs. Our four-pack of LED bulbs is $9.99, and our two-pack of LED floodlights is only $12.99. Buy one, get one free. There's no limit on how much you can save, so stock up now. Hurry in. Buy one, get one free on long-lasting 10-year LED bulbs, now through Monday, only at your neighborhood Ace. See participating stores for details. You are Locked On Magic, your daily podcast on the Orlando Magic. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And you are indeed Locked On Magic. Today is October 5th, 2017. My name is Phil Prosperike. I'm the expert and site editor over at OrlandoMagicDaily.com. I'm going to come with you with a quick Thursday show preview. Thursday's game against the Dallas Mavericks, the first home game of the preseason slate, so be sure to check that out over at the Amway Center. Going to be a good time there as the Magic played their first home preseason game. Not quite clear exactly how much of the Magic will play, but uh, or, or the Mavericks for that matter, but uh, we'll do our best to preview that game, give you a sense of what to expect, and do a little bit of, I guess, a, a rehash, recap of Monday's game, what the Magic thought they did well, and uh, what they want to work on heading in to Thursday's game. But before we dive into these topics, I want to remind everyone that you can find Locked On Magic on iTunes and Audioboom, but you can also find the other great podcasts of the Locked On Podcast Network. If you're looking to get an even deeper analysis of the Dallas Mavericks, I suggest you check out Locked On Mavericks. They're a great place to go to find uh, find all the information, just like this show, a daily podcast on the Dallas Mavericks. You can, of course, also, check out other great podcasts. Uh, our good pals Wes Goldberg and David Ramil do Locked On Heat. The Magic play the Heat on Saturday. That should be a fun one. If you want to catch up on them and how they're doing, check out Locked On Heat. Uh, and, of course, every team in the NBA is covered by the Locked On Podcast Network. All you have to do is check out Locked On, type the team name you want on iTunes and Audioboom, and you will find exactly what you are looking for there. So be sure to check that out. As we dive into today's episode, it's going to be kind of a house-cleaning episode. We're going to talk a lot about this upcoming game on Thursday for the Magic um, against the Dallas Mavericks. Uh, and it's it's definitely a uh, uh, going to be an interesting game for Orlando, the second preseason game, a chance to grow uh, from what they did the first game. But we do have to start unfortunately, with some some bad news for the Orlando Magic. Not earth-shattering bad news, but definitely some bad news. The Orlando Magic uh, informed the media on, or released, put, issued a press release on Wednesday saying Adrian Payne had broken his left hand, had a fracture in his left hand, and would be out indefinitely. If you remember correctly, a- Adrian Payne was the Magic's first signee as a two-way contract. So he was limited a number of days that he could spend with the Magic once the G League season starts. But he's also a guy that the Magic wanted to keep in their system. And 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 if you look at the kind of player that he is and the kind of player that Jeff Weltman seems to like, long athletic defenders, that's Adrian Payne. Versatile, versatile defenders. And, and he got a little bit of run in the game against the Memphis Grizzlies. Not a whole lot of time on the court. Uh, so he definitely would have probably gotten a little bit more time, say, Thursday and certainly Saturday, I would think. Uh, but eventually the Magic would have moved him to Erie, would have been one of the key players there. 
possibly gotten a call up to the Magic at some point. He has maximum of 45 days that he can spend with the Magic once the G League season begins. The injury will put a hamper on things. Um, obviously, the Magic signed him to a two-way contract, presumably to develop him and, and, and keep him close to their system. So this is a fairly big loss because, again, this is a little bit of an investment that the Magic made in him that now is going to have to sit on the sideline for a little while longer. It's not exactly clear when he gets when he's going to be back. Uh, the press release said that, uh, it, that his timetable for return will depend on how the injury heals and treatment, but essentially he is on the shelf certainly for the rest of the preseason probably for the beginning of the G League season. And that means that the Magic will have to wait a little bit for him to get back into NBA game shape, essentially, and see what he looks like at the G League. Fortunately, Orlando still does have their second G League spot, uh, the second two-way spot. Um, It's not quite clear how they're planning to use that yet. But uh, certainly this hurts the Lakeland Magic a little bit and hurts kind of, I think, what direction the Magic might want to go with that second two-way spot if they decide to use it. Um, it is a minor thing. It's not a huge deal. The Magic have plenty of fours. Uh, you'll see probably a little bit more Ken Birch. Um, Damian Rudez will get some more playing time. Uh, it, it definitely feels like the Magic are pretty loaded at at power forward. Mario Zonia will probably get some time at the four in the preseason. So it's not a huge loss, and again, it's not like Payne was fighting for a roster spot. It, what His role with this franchise was already set, but still unfortunate news. He's a guy that's obviously trying to fight his way into the NBA. He needs every opportunity he can get. Um, and, and, and so getting an injury in training camp in the preseason, not good news for anyone. This is the worst time of year to get hurt. Um, you know, I, I remember even when I was in high school, I got injured right before uh, tryouts for high school, and that was not fun for me. Uh, trying to get myself back. Uh, so I can't imagine what it's like at the NBA when it's your job and, and, and money is on the line. Uh, fortunately, uh, Payne does have that contract. He does have the two-way contract st- signed. Um, I don't think the Magic can revoke that. I'm not 100% sure. But not good news for Adrian Payne. Hopefully uh, he gets back healthy sooner rather than later and uh, he can deliver whatever the Magic we're hoping to get from him in a two-way contract. Somewhere deep inside your mind, there's a place where dreams live. And now those dreams have the chance to come to life. Because USAA Life Insurance is sponsoring the Live Your Dream sweepstakes, where you could win $50,000. That's $50,000 to let those dreams out of your head and into your hands. Enter for a chance to win and view official rules at www.usaa.com slash lifesweeps or call 1-800-531-LIFE. No purchase necessary. USAA Life Insurance Company, San Antonio, Texas, and in New York, by USAA Life Insurance Company of New York, Highland Falls, New York. But overall, though, the Magic enter Thursday's game seemingly in good spirits. I mean, certainly how they were acting after the open practice. I mean, they had fun at the open practice on Tuesday. Wednesday's media session with the players is definitely a little more little more uh, casual than usual, I would say. Aaron Gordon gave, you know, John, Josh, and I a, a big group hug, a gr- big sweaty group hug, but... Uh, it was it, it, team definitely feels like it's very loose, very encouraging, very happy with how they played Monday night. Um, in my, in the recap of Monday night's game, I noted that the starters played really, really well. Uh, I thought that the starters didn't miss a beat. You know, we talked. I I, I, may, I probably didn't talk enough about how well Jonathan Simmons played and really changing the pace and and momentum of that game when he when he came in, especially in the second half. Uh, and probably didn't talk about how well Jonathan Isaac played for his first game. And as he gets more comfortable playing at an NBA level, his confidence is only going to grow. That's honestly my big takeaway from Jonathan Isaac through 
three summer league games and a preseason game, is once he is confident in himself and his abilities, that kid will play really well. It's just got to get to that point of confidence. And of course, that's that's always tough to grow in a 20-year-old um, when you're playing against some really good players. So it's going to come and go with Isaac, and, and it'll be interesting to see how he reacts to his second game now, and certainly his first home game now at the Amway Center. But uh, I would also say here uh, that the Magic did do a lot of really good things. Sure, they didn't shoot the best percentage. Sure, there were definitely some defensive mistakes and defensive breakdowns, but for a first preseason game, there were a lot of nice flashes of what they can be. They moved the ball incredibly well. I think it was 26 assists on 32 field goal makes. And so even though they shot 34%, for the most part, they were moving the ball very effectively. Um, At least when their offense was clicking, they were moving it very, very effectively. And and I think generally that uh, a lot of their problems in that first game was they just missed a lot of shots. And and honestly, a lot of them were shots that they would probably normally make. And so it seems like coming out of this first preseason game, the Magic are very, very encouraged. They know they have a lot of work to do. But it seems like they liked the direction they were headed in that first game. Well, we had good things, obviously. Uh, I thought, you know, talking about, you know, when I was on the floor, uh, with the first unit, the pace was really good. Uh, we shared the ball. Uh, that was really good. Uh, now, obviously, we got it, you know, uh, we have a long way to go. But I thought it was pretty good. Defensively, uh, you know, on rotations, we need to get better. But uh, honestly, I think it was pretty good for our first game. That was Magic Guard Evan Fournier, who also quietly had a very strong first game, uh, just very kind of efficient. Kind, you know, didn't didn't do a lot in his 15 minutes of play, but I think it was two for four, two you know, two, uh, three for four, three for five, something like that, uh, from the floor. So he had a very very nice game, as did most of the starters, like he said. Uh, and really, that feeling permeated throughout the team that that you know the the team did a lot of really nice things uh, in their first preseason game. They played pretty well together. Um, and they uh, and and they moved the ball well. They they didn't hit shots. Um, you know Frank Vogel uh, harped on shot selection that that uh, you know when the team moved the ball and got good shots, they got some really good shots, and the offense looked really good. Uh, when they didn't move the ball and they kind of settled for a quick transition, you know for quick ba- basket, quick buckets or quick shots in transition or settled early in the shot clock, that's when they got themselves into a little bit of trouble. Um, I think one of the players mentioned after the game in interviews with the Orlando Sentinel. Uh, after after the game, that they 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 weren't always on the same page defensively uh, with their communications, especially in pick and rolls. Um, I believe Vogel said he'd like to see the team get better at their one on one containment, which of course is a huge deal for the Magic this year. Uh, uh, Aaron Gordon though even admitted that the first game he felt he didn't he didn't give everything he could defensively, or he didn't quite he wasn't quite where he wanted to be defensively, uh, and, and and he knows he can do a little bit more, and so I think. We'll see the team come out on Thursday with a little bit more of a defensive focus, a little bit more uh, of some, some probably some defensive intensity. It was definitely a Monday was definitely a get your feet wet game, uh, and you know when the Magic wanted to play defense and wanted to to play at a high level, they 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 played at a high level, and, and that's why I'm generally encouraged by Monday's game. Is I think especially the starting unit played really well together, uh, pushed played exactly how Frank Vogel wants them to play uh, on offense at least. And then on defense, when they turned it up, they you could tell they turned it up and played a little bit better. Uh, there are definitely probably some first game nerves from first game jitters. You know, try, everyone trying to do maybe a little bit too much 
out there on the floor. And so you want to see that scaled back. And for this second game, for tonight's game against the Dallas Mavericks, you want to see the Magic get better. You want to see their defense tighten up a little bit. It doesn't have to be perfect yet. Just tighten it up a little bit. You want to see them make some shots. That's that's actually kind of a big deal. Uh, and you want to see them kind of continue to carry through this ball movement that we saw in the first game, especially from the second unit. I thought the early second quarter was probably the worst part of the game for the Magic. Uh, did not get good ball movement. Kind of went to the worst parts of their lineup, worst parts of their that that that, that grouping that was on the floor. Uh, and so they've got to they've got to clean that up. They got to look better coming off the bench. And, and of course, I think they will. I think there's probably a little bit more familiarity, familiarizing, and just and 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 adjusting that goes on with that second unit than the starters who really know each other very very well. And it was, that was that was very evident in the first game. Uh, so, Orlando, right now, I, I think they're right where they want to be overall. Um, that will change Thursday, though. Thursday, they've got to prove it. And, and of course, um, Frank Vogel said last year, I think he said it again this year, uh, he plans to rotate starters out, um, not play everyone every game, not until the dress rehearsal, which could be Saturday. I don't think it'll be Saturday's game. It'll probably be next Friday against the Cleveland Cavaliers. Um, that would be when I suspect the Magic have their quote-unquote dress rehearsal for the upcoming season. So I, I think that the Magic um, will, will not have their full lineup out there Thursday. Someone will get a rest. I'm not sure who it will be yet. Um, we'll find out at hopefully at shoot-around, if not before the game. Uh, and from there, the Magic will... Um, you know, kind of continue to develop themselves and continue to to get better, whether it's in practice or in these games. So, I, I, again, I think the Magic are right where they want to be at this point in the preseason. And, of course, Thursday is an opportunity to continue to grow. And that's that's all that's important right now is will you continue to grow? And, of course, the team they will do that against is the Dallas Mavericks, who themselves are probably not going to play everyone that they that they want this this game either. Uh, the the Dallas Mavericks played the Chicago Bulls on Wednesday night, beating them one eighteen to seventy one. Harrison Barnes at seventeen points. Dennis Smith Jr. fourteen points on five for nine shooting. Matthews and Barnes each played twenty six minutes. Nowitzki played seventeen. I would not suspect Dirk Nowitzki will play in Thursday's game. Dennis Smith played eighteen minutes. He, you'll probably get some more run. They probably want to see the rookie play a little bit more. Um, but uh, Dallas kind of blew the doors off of the off of the off of them and against Chicago at home. Um, I watched their game against Milwaukee. Um, they're very much a Dallas Mavericks team. A lot of a lot of ball movement, a lot of player movement, um, a lot of funky lineups that Rick Carlisle was really good at putting together. Dirk still Dirks. Um, I, I I really wish that Dirk. I hope Dirk plays on Thursday. I I'm not I'm not holding my breath on it though. Um, after he played on uh, on Wednesday, um, Harrison Barnes is looking to take a little bit more of the scoring load, and and seems like he might be more capable of doing that. Uh, six or ten shooting on on Wednesday against the Bulls. Um, Dennis Smith Jr., a guy that a lot of Magic fans wanted the Magic to draft. He's a really dynamic player. I mean, he is exactly what was advertised from from what I saw at least. Um, definitely needed to get his feet wet. Very similar to Jonathan Isaac. They you could tell there's a little bit of nerves, but. Um, he's he makes a bigger impact on the ball. That's just who he is. He's great at getting to the basket, great at kind of drawing fouls and creating contact. Um, defensively, not there yet. Hard to make too many conclusions after one preseason game, but we know defense was an issue for him at, at NC State, um, and, and he's certainly still working on improving his technique there 
uh, with the Mavericks. Um, but guy guy can get into the paint and score, and he's going to put pressure on the defense, and that's certainly something that's certainly going to be a good test for the Magic to to feel that pressure and to feel. Uh, that weight against them. Uh, again, you're playing against another opponent. That's always a good thing. Dallas likes to throw a lot of funky lineups. If the Magic wanted to experiment with a funky small lineup, say starting playing Jonathan Isaac and Aaron Gordon together, this might be the game to try it. This might be the game to do it. Um, so you, you maybe take maybe keep an eye out for that. We'll see if the Magic... Um, play that card yet? I, I, I kind of doubt they will. I think the Magic at this point are probably still a little more concerned about themselves more than they're concerned about Dallas uh, and uh, what the Mavericks are doing. But, you know, it should be an interesting game. You know, Rick Carlisle co- teams are always very well coached. Uh, and, and of course, um, that Mavericks are pretty experienced. They know what they're doing. They know what they're running. Um, and so, uh, you know, they're, they're getting what they need out of the preseason. Of, again, for Orlando... It's about Orlando getting what it needs out of the preseason, and that's growing and continuing to build off of what they did on Monday. That means better defense, keeping the ball moving, no turnovers, few fouls, uh, just kind of continue to get themselves into uh, into game shape, which will be you know coming up pretty soon. It's it's not so far away that the Magic will be playing their first regular season game. So that'll be that's the Magic versus the Mavericks. Tip off is at seven o'clock. There is no TV for this game. Neither Orlando nor Dallas are televising this game, uh, so no league pass. So the only way you can watch the Magic play the Mavericks is to head over to the Amway Center. Tip-off is at 7 p.m. Should be a good time, or a good preseason time at least. Like I said, today's a little bit of a shorter show, but I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. You and of course, Find the podcast on Twitter at Locked On Magic, as well as like us on Facebook at Locked On Magic. You can uh, download the podcast on iTunes, Audioboom, Stitcher, TuneIn, all the fun places you download podcasts to your podcast-enabled listening device. Be sure to subscribe so that you can get the latest Orlando Magic news and commentary into your pod ears, podcast ears. I don't know what to call them into your into your pod pod brain. Uh, as soon as it is released, I usually release them, uh, or you know, around midnight, a little bit after midnight or one o'clock, somewhere in there. Uh, so get get that right when you wake up on your way to work and get the latest on the Orlando Magic. It's always a good time. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at philipr underscore omd, and of course, for the latest on the Orlando Magic, be sure to check out orlandomagicdaily.com. You can also follow Orlando Magic Daily on Twitter at OmagicDaily, as well as like us on Facebook at Orlando Magic Daily. Tomorrow, uh, we'll be back with, uh, I'll hopefully have a recap of the Magic's game against the Mavericks. I may have to do that in a special podcast uh, because I'm hoping to get a guest on tomorrow to talk a little bit about uh, another issue involving the Magic, some bigger global issues about the Magic. Um, Got to pin that down and confirm that. But if not, we'll have a recap of the game on Thursday as well as a look at uh, an aspect of that game. I don't know what yet. We have to see how the game plays out. But that's going to do it for me. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode for Orlando Magic Daily and Locked On Magic. This has been Philip Rossman Reich. I'll see you all again tomorrow on another episode of Locked On Magic. You are Locked On Magic, your daily Orlando Magic podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. It's Ace's biggest LED light bulb sale of the year. 
Right now, buy one, get one free on our best-selling LED light bulbs. Our four-pack of LED bulbs is $9.99, and our two-pack of LED floodlights is only $12.99. Buy one, get one free. There's no limit on how much you can save, so stock up now. Hurry in. Buy one, get one free on long-lasting 10-year LED bulbs, now through Monday, only at your neighborhood Ace. See participating stores for details.